Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. To help manage the Coterie's challenges, Everett recruited a reluctant Teddy to be Val's therapist. Having rehashed their plan, they approached the Bruja and Gangrel leaders for support. Doris deduced what kind of hat Evangeline might like. Val easily convinced Madre to support framing the pyramid, but Evangeline faced a complication when the Gangrel asked for something in return. Does the Coterie even have enough allies in New Haven to succeed? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You are inside an examination room in Kevin and Co.'s father-daughter taxidermy and veterinary clinic, facing off with Rowan McGee, the gangrel fixer, who has just asked you what you are offering to induce treason out of the gangrel clan. Evangeline? Um, uh, well, well, we're offering the elimination of a thorn in our collective sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks to Everett. What kind of problems are you having as a uh, as a clan? Well, we've got our space. Obviously, red cells a bit of a nightmare. The pyramid is incredibly annoying, and the bigger issue. We don't really have any problems that need solving outside of those. But this is risking a blood hunt of our entire clan and everyone in this space. So we need the carrot to be as large as the stick. I see. Well, we get rid of the pyramid. Sure. Mm-hmm. Red Cell goes too. They're employed by the prince. And when the sheriff's department comes in here and looks real good... Red Cell will be dismissed. Mm-hmm. So that's your two biggest problems gone. Yes. Which, you know, requires a buy-in from you, which would be your cooperation here. Now you're looking for a little extra. Based on the request, I'm looking for a fair bit more than a little extra. Kevin, very nice. Very nice vampire, means very well, looks after the clan, no question. So what do you need then, Money? You need a favor from the sheriff's department to be called in at a later time. Mm, That's very interesting. But with our current prince, I don't know the overall value of a favor from you because I don't know what you can deliver if he'll refuse it. So money or power. Let's say money then, given that Pyramid 2.0 got about 50 million in seed money. We can give you some of that. Great. Half. Ten. Twenty. 15. 20. 15. Okay, now we got to go to dice because that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this exists for. Uh, let's use manipulation. Okay. Um, I am willing to hear a pitch for what you think it is, but I would say probably streetwise. 
would feel right that's to me. That's what I was this. leaning towards. Hmm. Um, it's just a negotiation of just the, the grim reality that we are all living under and how we would like to proceed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That sounds good. Throw an extra die in there. You get your New Haven bonus on this because okay. this is somebody who does give a shit about the city. Okay. Thank you. Three successes versus three successes. Uh, you both just keep looking at each other and repeating the same numbers. And it's going to be clear that to someone else, someone else in the room will have to be the one to break this deadlock and find the right solution. Because you're hearing 15, 20, 15, 20, 15, 20. Like it's, it's just different inflections happening as they go back and forth. 15, and you can get a favor from me in the future. I can make people do what I want. 15 and a favor from the sheriff to be called in at a future point. Oh, so favors from me do have value. Some. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like sizing up Rowan, just met her. Uh, he likes the gang grill well enough. He likes Kevin. And if this person is working for Kevin's interests. Yeah. A favor and 15. And she will hold out a hand. I'll take her hand and shake. Done and done. All right. So what do you need from us? What do we need to make happen here? Well, we're looking to uh, keep this uh, under wraps. Obviously. Of course. We'll need uh, you folk to let your concerns be known that the the folk of New Haven are maybe being well manipulated and not quite aware of what's to happen to them if they do become premier and do become kindred. Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, they're already aware of it. Do you guys read the Venture News? I don't. Do y'all? No, I don't think so. Not in a while. Yeah, well, the Venture News is already raising a lot of questions about the Pyramid's offer and their history with blood bonding and other things being trapped. So they're, you know, the story is out there. We'll be able to support it. That's good. Fine. Then the the larger meat of this deal may come into play later. Uh, As you've got a favor from me in your future... I may be coming to you in the future for support on this as needed. So right now it's just you're in already say the things we we're going to say to the media and that's all. And the favors you're in, you're going to help us. Yes. I'm, I'm asking, what do I need to organize to help with doing this? It may not be as uh, uh, proactive as organizing things. Can you uh, make things happen quickly here? Do you have those sorts of resources at your disposal? Depending on the thing, yeah, I'm the one you talk to when you want a thing to happen. Okay, well, that's good. We're looking to uh, have it so that the raid uh, where these uh, blood-bonded clan leaders are to be found. Mm-hmm. Doris over here is one of our reasons to go looking in the first place. She's going to get kidnapped. They're actually going to kidnap her? We uh, we expect they still want her to some degree. Uh, Lucian, uh, Lucius, excuse me, is, uh, well, they've got a history. Okay. And they say, you know, no one leaves the pyramid. But, well, she did. And they want her back. So 
you're going to have her get legitimately kidnapped in the theory that you can then sneak the other two people you're kidnapping in and all three of them will be like Tremere bad during the raid all that confusion that's when we come in we'll need people we'll need power for the raid can you put together a force oh yeah you need some muscle that's that's easy do you have anybody else involved or is it just us I'd like to keep that as compartmentalized as possible. I'll say yes, I do have other people involved. Okay. How many bodies do you need for this? Mm. I can't deliver that many people. If you're looking to raid an entire Tremere facility, you're going to need somebody to counteract their blood magic. You're going to need mortals to open doors. You're going to need kindred to be able to face off with kindred. And you know they're going to be knocking vampires out like light switches. Make me an offer. What? Tell me what you can offer. Just a second. <laughs> she says as I take out my sheet of vampire numbers. Listen, our entire clan is only 33 vampires, including your friend who's already in your department. 15 of those are not exactly combat experts. They're just gangrel who are around, and you're not going to be able to have Lorcan or Kevin involved. This is going to get so shady for them so fast, and that's why I'm here. So, Max, I can bring you... 10, maybe 15 vampires. But if that's all you got, they're walking in to get mowed down. There's a certain amount of money that's useful to me, but a vampire is worth way more to me than any amount of that. I don't want to lose a body. All right, I hear you. We're not going to leverage you for a full frontal assault then. We're going to have to handle the raid portion, maybe, you know, five, ten of your guys or something like that. But if you're such a small group and you're the fixer, you know, you got a whole gangrel quarter, sounds like you've probably got your ways, information, leverage that kind of thing is that yeah about right all yeah, right that's what i do what have you got on red sail then because leveraging them into conducting the raid puts a lot of firepower on our side i mean the moment you move okay i don't have information specifically on red cell we haven't managed to insert gangrel They're into Tosterosa. honestly we're terrible spies as a species nobody wants to do it everybody just wants to live on their own in the woods so what I know about Red Cell is they work for Tostarosa. Their interests are Tostarosas, and they, oh boy, they hate you. Logically, what you need is incontrovertible proof that the clan leaders who have been kidnapped are involved with the pyramid. Yeah. So you're going to need Doris to have been grabbed in a public place. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need it to be in a way that is clear that her being grabbed affects the prince. It can't just be a move against Doris. Tostarosa could theoretically let that go and not give a shit about you. The missing clan leaders will put Red Cell on alert. Yeah. They're going to be busting indoors and getting very questionable with most of the population. You're going to turn up the heat very fast the moment those clan leaders start disappearing. That's going to make it easier for you to get them to kick in a door. Mm-hmm. Doris may not be enough. Doris is the political excuse to get through the door. But you're going to need the Red Cell reason. Right. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but you're going to need a red cell reason for red cell to get involved. Red cell reason's a toasterosa reason. It's got to be that the leaders are there. That's the reason. The leaders are there at the pyramid 2.0. They're they're on the premises. So we've got to figure out how to leak that to them or leak it to Tostarosa so that he can direct them to move on it, but also give us enough time to move them there when we need them to. Okay, you can. Oh, what if, I mean, 
could we maybe find a way to plant it within Red Cell that the reason Lucius Balefire is back here is because he wants to supplant Toastarosa? Possible. Challenging to prove, but possible. The things you know you're going to have are the actual clan leaders. Yeah. The ability to take photos of them. Yeah. All you need to do is convince Tosterosa and Red Cell that the Tremere took those clan leaders. You'll be able to give the equivalent of hostage proof of life. You just need to figure out a logical excuse of how you got someone into the pyramid to take photos of the hostages. All right. Well, if you can explain that journey, if you can get somebody in and out of that building in a way that can be publicly recorded and justified, that they could sneak around on the Tremere business, then you're in a good place. Well, with Doris, the getting in's easy. It's the getting out that's a problem. And if she's supposed to be a hostage, too, you need her in the photos. Yeah. Or I go willingly and make it feel like I've left the department and I'm on his side. But you gotta come back out. That's the catch. After I've... Oh, used a camera. Yeah, you're not good with technology, right? You're not the best choice for this. But... Who else would... Do you have anyone that could infiltrate the pyramid? I don't have mortal friends. Who do you have that is mortal that you can send into that place? Well, we got a short list. I swear to God, if you say Teddy. <laughs> Wasn't gonna, but that's not a bad idea. <clears throat> Who's at the shortest end of the short list? Probably Officer Bart. A Bart day- Chiroptera. Day Sheriff is possible. He's close to you, though. If somebody's stupider. Troy. Young. Yeah, yeah, there's Troy. Young, attached to the department. Means Great with well. the camera. Here's the thing. We there's don't me- actually need him to take pictures. Have you seen him pictures. take pictures? Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll take the pictures wherever you're actually holding the clan leaders. And then we send Troy in. He comes back out. Troy swears that it's the truth that he took photos of them in there. You've got everything you need. Can Troy hold up under investigation? Doris, what do you think? I think he'd crack like an egg. So, no. Okay, we need smarter than Troy. Well, I mean, he... Oh. Hmm. Because Red Cell's going to want to talk to whoever does this. I don't think he would. Unless I compel him not to. Well, that may be a territory we don't want to go into. Compelling him. If you can compel him to be convincing, that could work. But you got to make sure that you're covering all the edges in case a random or unpredictable question gets thrown at him by Red Cell. I worry about putting him in danger. Well, it's going to be dangerous. Whoever goes in is going is in danger. Do any of you know anybody who's on the inside with the Tremere? Anybody who's already there? Anybody who's trying to become a member or is a member? Yeah, the lady who runs the old folks' home. Lorelai Beerfest? Evangeline, can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. Big old zero. I can't help you. It's okay. Um, yeah, Lorelai Beerfest was in line. She's not there yet. Because they're only doing five a week. But she's lined up. She wants to do it. 
Nobody on the inside that I'm aware of yet, though. Well, then, the, Martin, the, what? Martin de Kaiser? Who was Martin de Kaiser? That was the one person who was on the, the news, right? That, that we recognized? That had been recently turned last week or this week? You're correct. So just to clear this up for you, so you yeah. know, Laura, she was the elderly lady who talked with you at the Sunset yes. Retirement Home. She was a big fan of yours. You'd promised to go for coffee together. Yes. Or, yeah, she liked, she liked me. What about William? William, you might be able to get in. That could work, especially if you tell him to go on his podcast and shit on the sheriff's department because they might realize that there's some value there. Or you talk to this other vampire. I'm a fixer. Let me make the shadiest suggestion. Get her to come out. Chat away with you. Kidnap her the same way you're kidnapping the clan leaders. Put her with them. Make sure she has a phone. She has a moment to quote unquote untie herself. Call out for help. Take the phone away. You hide her at the scene as well. All right. And then you have a, hmm. a sheriff's deputy who escaped being kidnapped by unknown assailants, who's now a part of the public sphere. Points at Evangeline. Yeah. Oh, you, he, yeah, okay. So, oh. in addition to kidnapping Vernon Farron and Horatio Sundrop, we are also now going to kidnap. Oh, that's who we're kidnapping. Okay. Yeah. You'd only told me clan leaders. Right. Yeah, those two. I'm fine with you knowing that. Okay, Viron, I can practically deliver you, Viron. Lovely. Well, that would be handy, yeah. Uh, we're looking to make it look like Tremere grab him. Great. And we're looking to make it look like Tremere hold him. Uh, we've got our Tremere, so to speak, uh, just about ready to go. It's going to be more about you securing, uh, the best window opportunity for that. You give me a call if you're on Farron is where you want him. Night of. Perfect. How about Horatio? He already seems like he's in deep with the Tremere. Horatio's deep in Malkavian territory. Horatio's got his friends. I'm not going to be able to help you with that one. I can give you one. I can't touch two. I understand. So, kidnap those two. And then we're looking to kidnap Martin DeKaiser as well? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. What can you do about Martin DeKaiser? Well, it sounds like you have a better in with Martin DeKaiser than I do. I mean, for the kidnapping portion. I mean, do you have fake Tremere or do you need me to provide fake Tremere? For that one, let's get a few more fake Tremere. Oh, shit. Martin DeKaiser is Tremere. But she's meeting with the department. Punished for crimes. Yeah, there's ways you can do this. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, if you set up the meet, we can provide the people to do the grab. All right. That distances us, which is good. Uh, how about you? Uh, you got a coffee date with her or something, right? I, yeah, I, I promised, I promised to come back to the retirement home and, and yeah, have coffee or lunch with her. All right. It'll be during a coffee date with our officer here. Text me at this number. She gives you a burner phone and then okay. it's just, we'll coordinate. Okay. Great. So you've got a phone and it's got I've the got number it. on speed yeah. dial so you can call it anytime you need okay. to. So I'll be ready to grab Viron Ferron. I'll be ready to organize this uh, charming little kidnapping when the time comes. Is there anything else you need from me in the short term? I think that's all. We'll be in touch with uh, where you can take them. 
Okay. Pleasure doing business with you. Goodbye. Goodbye. And she just leaves yeah. and is gone. Uh, does Kevin appear anytime soon? Or nope. Nope. Kevin's not coming back to talk with you all. Kevin didn't see you tonight. Perfect. Mm. Uh, then Everett gets ready to leave. Great. You all head out. Is the plan mm-hmm. to go back to the station? What are you thinking right now? Sure, if I'm just going to flag for you, yeah. I could tell you didn't want me to mention that the Bruhal were also helping with this. Yeah. I'm just letting you know if it gets out that you paid the Gangrel and not the Bruja money to help with this, that could fuck us in the future. Yeah, I know. All right. I'd uh, suggest paying them something also, but that's up to you. I'm going to have to figure it out. That's going to be uh, hopefully something that becomes a little bit easier after we do the other part of the plan. All right. <clears throat> Where to now? Greetings, children of the night. It is I, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. I used to host the Blood and Syrup, but now I spend all of my time in the Dum Dums and Dragons Patreon. Yes, for just the cost of one dollar, one, ah, ah, ah. You can join the Patreon, get into the Discord, and talk to other fans about everything that's happening in your favorite shows. Alternatively, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds. You can add names and locations to the shows, or at the $25 level, you can even create your own NPC of darkness, or light, or whatever various lighting solution you want. You create your character, and they appear in one of our shows, causing all forms of shenanigans, and your name ends up in the credits. It's a pretty sweet deal. In any case, join our Patreon of Darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, ah, ah. Spooky. What's our time looking like for this evening? You're closing towards the, the, the back half of the evening. Yeah. Just depends on what you want to get done. Yeah. We've got a place to hold them being made over. We've got uniforms being made up. We've got Tremere for the kidnapping of Vernon Farron. We've got uh, Tremere for the kidnapping of Martin de Kaiser. We still don't have anything figured and out with And Evangeline her. Clark, apparently. You know. And Evangeline <laughs> Clark. But you're going to get away is the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need Horatio Sundrop. We need Horatio Sundrop. That's a tough one. We need to, like, we might as well spend more time tonight figuring that out. I just don't know how. I mean, we also need yeah. to talk to the other clan leaders because you said you would. That's right. I can, I, that's actually probably how the sheriff can spend his night. But now that t- this is other business, the rest can do real work. <laughs> I mean, I can just attempt to make him come with me. Um, It's a three minute walk, I think we said, <laughs> between. The pyramid. The pyramid mm-hmm. and, and his, his headquarters. That's yeah. mm-hmm. it's tight. So tight one of the tricky. things that you can consider, it's not something that you can get done in one night. It'll yeah. keep your you will be get better at it the more time that you put in. You can just set up surveillance. We're like, we're going thinking, to watch the Malkavian headquarters. Yeah. We're going to watch the area around it. We're going to watch Horatio and be like, what's his travel? What's his pattern? Mm-hmm. Like, where can we hit him? It's not something that anyone can do, to be clear. It doesn't matter how supernatural you are. You can't figure out somebody's patterns watching them one night. 
But you could be like, we're going to spend a week just watching Horatio or we're going to spend each mm-hmm. night until we get to a point where we're like, oh, we have this kind of pattern. in." so the longer you want to commit to it, we can kind of fast forward and do die rolls for it. The more you commit to watching, the more you'll know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got to make a few more visits. I don't know that I'll make uh, every single one to Nat, but um, yeah, I've got to visit the other clan leaders. Why don't we start staking out Horatio and see what his movements are, his behavior, kind of put together a profile, figure out if there's any holes in his security, any time he spends alone on a regular, predictable basis, anything like that. Sir, just to be clear, does this new amended plan mean that I no longer have to go inside the pyramid? I think you're still getting kidnapped because we need as much reason as possible to go in there, which, if I recall correctly, you volunteered for and are really keen to do, right? I did. Okay, is that still the case or are you feeling different? No. I'll do it. I just, um, what she was saying about uh, me needing to look like I've been kidnapped in a public place, that's that's different from what we discussed. Yeah. So which is it? If you're kidnapped in a public place in a way that appears to be a move against the prince, that's what's got me stumped. You've got to be doing something for the prince that you're stopped from doing because you've been kidnapped. By, we assume, the actual pyramid who we can't control. We could still make it look like a setup, but yeah. Thoughts, ideas. Yeah, my head hurts. <laughs> um, it seems like with where the coterie is at currently, people need time to think and solve that problem. And yeah. it's not a problem that has to be solved instantly. You have a number of steps to do along the way. Tonight, you can just go back and get fucking paperwork done if necessary. Things have been behind, frankly, ever. Yes, you do either need to visit clan leaders or make, honestly, a series of phone calls to just let them know what's going on. This is very much a local politician keeping people in the loop. Everybody else seems to have some business going on, just generally in their sanity and ongoing <laughs> mm-hmm. planning. Uh, and there is the possibility of surveilling Horatio, which is also possible. So tonight, Everett's on clan leader messaging. What is everybody else doing? Are there any orders you give ever? Or are they up to their own devices for the evening? I think you'd leave them up to their own devices. Let the let people be as creative as they want and just see what the results are. Great. So Everett's dealing with clan leaders. Val, what are you up to tonight? Kind of curious. Well, until Teddy shows up. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I'm curious what we can do to get the um, actual daytime team more on side. So maybe just talk to Barty and ask him what Great. would help with that. Mm. Smart. Evangeline, what about you? Um, Evangeline would be happy to go around the Malkavian district. Um, we know where like Horatio Sundrop spends his time, right? You know where you know, his headquarters is. You, know you don't know what his habits are. None of you have been close with him. Um, yeah, Evangeline would want to drive just kind of cruise around there and see if the Malkavians are going about their normal Malkavian things or if there's evidence of, especially if the clan leader has been blood bonded, has it spread further throughout the clan? Are things happening like we would expect them to? Reasonable. Doris, what are you thinking? 
Her first thought would be, can I get a bloodstone into Horatio Sundrop's uh, <laughs> general presence? <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's... Do you want to ride with Evangeline and go check out the Malkavian district and just see if you get a chance? Like, yeah, the best thing I could think of is like make him swallow it. <laughs> and then we'd all know where he is. But that might, but if we know where he is, then we don't need to know where he is. Um, I think she's going to give you the bloodstone. Oh. Um. Uh, and then I think what she wants to do is she wants to go and do a very specific tarot reading or I uh, know like or some future predicting thing to see if she can gain any insight onto this whole how to get kidnapped the right way kind of thing, whether mm -hmm. it's like seeing flashes of how it happens or that that kind of stuff, not to get too meta about it. But great. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. You're going to use your magical abilities to try to predict or create a future that yes. you are desiring of. That makes perfect sense to me. So. The first two people who can do their thing the most easily. The, the, the simplest one is Val. So Val, you get back to the station and you want to talk to Barty. Yep. He's in his office. Val will knock on the office door and come in and shut the door. Hey, Barty. Hey. I know there's a lot of fucking crazy shit going down. Yep. <sighs> I know the daytime crew is still pissed at me and because of everything that happened, but... I mean, they're more scared than pissed. All right. Well, how do we how do we get them to be more on our side than the prince's side? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, they're not on the fucking prince's side. They're on their own side. They don't want to fucking die. They can't leave. If you take away their blood, they're fucked. They're surrounded by vampires who want to kill them. And you're not exactly a reliable department. That's fair. Is there something we can fucking do to make things a little better for them? Or I can't guarantee we can be more fucking reliable, but is it is there something we can do? You just want them to like you? Not me particularly, but it, obviously everyone's spirits are garbage right now, and I just want I want them to know that we have their back. Okay. If a fight happens, you know? Yeah, I think the challenge is uh, if some vampire showed up and tried to shoot us all or whatever, they know you do your job. That's fine. Mm -hmm. It's more of a problem if... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's more of a problem if... Uh, say they do something you don't like. That's diversion. They're more afraid of you than fucking Red Cell. Really? Well, because nobody else will fuck with you because nobody else will fuck with them because they work for you. So you fuck with them and they're fucked. Well, I wouldn't do anything to anyone else in the fucking department. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, that's not true. You just don't have a reason. If you had a reason, you'd do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to convince this department they're, they're on your side, I don't know. I'm going to throw out a random question to you. Name... Five daytime officers. Shit, I knew one. Hold on. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking cats again. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I did know one. <laughs> Was it Gregory? Nope. Gr 
You're looking for the name Jordy. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the one guy I know. Yeah, to be clear, you also did not know his name. So if you want to know why they think you don't give a fuck about them, I'm going to present what I just showed you. <laughs> yeah. And I'll also tell you, because vampires can be kind of literal. He's been dealing with Doris a lot. Uh, learning their names is not just going to fucking cut it. Okay, I get that. What what fucking else will cut it? I, Burning up. I don't know how to fucking make friends with people. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be able to make friends with them. But what would somebody have to do to get you to trust them? <sighs> and I'm going to throw this out there with Will's life. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if there's fucking anything. Yeah, so you gotta figure out the answer to that fucking question. Then you gotta do it for them. Why can't anything be fucking simple? Fuck. Ugh. Here's the thing. If you've been nice this whole time, it actually would be fucking simple. <sighs> Being nice hasn't gotten fucking share fry anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it. He's not very fucking nice. Sheriff Fry's fallbacks are torture, intimidation, and threats. Has he ever fallen back to like, here's a gift, I appreciate you? <laughs> I'll tell you, as an underling, never fucking said. I lost an arm and a leg, he apologized for doing a bad job, and then I had to go to work again the next day. <laughs> That's this fucking department. No sick days, seven days a week, leave and we liquidate you. No wonder Clark wanted to fucking leave. Okay, that's... Yeah, she wanted to leave and she has fucking superpowers. I have a silver coat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Barney, it's so fucking grim. Okay. I'll... I'll fucking think about it. Thanks, I appreciate you. Yeah, you're gonna have to work on that fucking tone, but here's the thing, that's still better than Everett, so you're doing fine. <sighs> Admittedly, he said I was his friend, but then he disregards my advice. I don't know. Maybe try to get him to fucking listen to me sometimes. That'd be cool. Okay. I mean, I, I got a point of order on that, but I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> I see the look, but yeah. I, I thought he did fucking listen to you, but okay. He listens to me about like department organization and what's going on in town. But like, I tried to talk to him about a therapist for you. Just overruled me, told it was sheriff's business and went off. Right. Didn't feel great. Yeah, fuck. I'm, and I'm aware he doesn't like the trial. I tried to rig that shit in your favor as much as possible so I didn't have to kill you. It feels like I'm incompetent, but I'm actually pretty fucking good at what I do. I'm just an idiot. <sighs> no, you're not fucking incompetent, Bart. Sheriff Cross wouldn't have put you here if you were. I don't know if that guy had a lot of... Let's be honest. If there were three guys outside a door, and there were at least three, you're picking me? It's my job to not really push too many buttons and kind of keep the day guys okay. That's my job. Yeah. They didn't pick me for my fucking charisma. I can't run. I don't breathe too good. I can barely read. My typing speed is like a word a minute and I spell it wrong. What I can do is make sure people show up for their goddamn shifts and I don't make a mess. 
Also, no one in town's afraid of me, so I can be like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, that guy's harmless because he can barely walk. <laughs> and I could barely walk before I had a fake leg. Fuck. Well, Barty, if it means anything, I feel safer knowing Will is here with all of you during the day. Well, shit. That does mean something. <sighs> okay. So, maybe that's a lesson you could take with you. Right. You feel safe because you know I'm looking after your family. Yeah. I wonder what the daytime thinks about their families out there dealing with fucking red cell. <sighs> yeah. Those fuckers, it's gotta be bad. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try to fix that. Okay. Long term, but in the meantime, yeah, I hear you. You want me to look into something for you? Yeah. Even if you don't like it, but it'll probably work? Okay. There's the party special. <laughs> he says and lets you leave. <laughs> Val is, with the little time that is left, Val is going to go out buy donuts again and bring them back in. <laughs> Oh my god. In the meantime, until I can fix other things. She knows what's up. Everett, you arrive back at the police station. You don't have an office, but you can kind of set up one in the basement, in the evidence locker, or in the interrogation room. Do you have a preference I'll between the stay three? in the basement? Great. I would say at this point, we you've got a desk, you've got a phone, you've got all the shit you need. They're aware that that's just you and good boy have your basement for, yeah. for fun and organization. For fun. Just fun. Just fun. <laughs> fun hangs. Dog yeah. hangs. You know? Just what boys do. Yeah. Um, what good boys do. Yeah. You were down there. You have the ability to, to contact the clans. And Vladimir approaches. This is all right. So I put together a plan for you. Basically... The idea is increase awareness over time. Have them, each of the clans, select members of their clan to do their own, you know, patrols of neighborhood. The equivalent is neighborhood watch, but supernatural and at night. So the idea is to show Red Cell that they don't need to walk around because members of the clans are already doing this. All right. The first step is submitting who they want to patrol for approval. You will drag heels on this because you don't want them to be patrolling at night if you are going to, let's say, kidnap a bunch of clan leaders and do a bunch of shady shit. You want that to start <laughs> after that part. Yeah. So right now, they make you list, they approve, they show you roots, you approve. All right. It'll be enough to annoy them. It'll start inter-clan bullshit because everyone will want to be chosen or not chosen or whatever. Basically, you make them nice mess they have to deal with. All right. Does this make sense? It does. Okay, then you can do that. All right. Thank you. No problem. How's everything else going? Nah, it's been fine. <laughs> All right. You hear anything from Felix? No, no. He just, I mean, he just wants to know the money's on the way. I have yeah. told him you've been pulling it together, uh, racketeering, doing some movement around, trying underground casino, see how much you can get out of people. You know, regular shady shit. Right. All right. Thanks. No problem. I'll give you a list of what I've said you've done, so if you have to meet with him, you can say, but he's not going to call you unless he, I will know first. It'll be bad if he needs to call. Yeah, I, I think he's going to, shall we say, give you enough rope to hang yourself this month. So problem will be in month, not today. Yeah. All right. Thanks. 
Okay, bye. And he leaves. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Pick up the phone and start dialing. Yeah, so you you go through all of the the calls that you need to make. Is there anyone in particular you would want to speak to in a different way than kind of relaying this plan and hearing back? Because mm-hmm. I don't think you need to do eight. You don't need to role play eight identical yeah, phone calls. Yeah, um, I would. Um, I just want to specify that I would call. Oh. No, um, sorry, I had a thought and. Also decided it was a bad idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine with uh, not really changing that up for any particular person. I would understand if Dylan Zanes wants to put the screw to me, screws to me, but if he just takes the call and it's fine, I'm not going to push that. Great. I have assigned a difficulty to your general people that you're dealing with, and we will just do, I am. I will give you the option. Do you want to do one roll for everybody at various difficulties, or do you want to do separate roles? Mm, let's do separate. That makes it feel like more nuanced. Great. All right. We are going to do four roles, okay. and they, I have separated the clan leaders out into pairings that are the ones who like you the most and will be the softest to the most challenging. Got We're going to build up to the most mm. challenging. Okay. So the first two calls that you make, and we're just going to roll to see how the calls go in general, are to Madre and Kevin. Okay. They are the friendliest that you can call, Mm -hmm. but they obviously have to go through the motions, A, in case this is bugged, and B, because this needs to be consistent for all of you on ongoing story business. Also, Kevin is not aware of any of the shady shit you're doing. Kevin is just a clan leader. Right. Mm This would be, I would accept intelligence if you're explaining it by math, or I would accept charisma if you want to try to talk them through it. It's... Or wits, if you're just kind of having a conversation with reasonable people. Let's go charisma. Great. Charisma, and I would say leadership. Get your bonus die for New Haven. Okay. Or persuasion, if you're trying to win them over. That would also be allowable. Uh, Yeah, I would say persuasion. Great. Let's go with persuasion. Persuasion or subterfuge, because it's... While, while the results will be real and tangible, it is also a lie. Yeah, uh, I would say let's go with persuasion because okay. I think that you're not actually going to be able to effectively lie to these two because Kevin knows some shit's going on okay. and Madre's on board. Okay. Three successes. Three successes. Uh, not only did these conversations go really well, Kevin is a good dry run for these kind of conversations because he doesn't know what's going on. And with that third success, Madre is on board and will throw an early, an extra die on your future checks because Madre actually tells you a bunch of the weird loopholes you could have caught yourself in because oh, she's right, very okay. on board with like, yes, you're making work. You know, oh, if you want to make a fucking problem for me, you got to move this over here. That's, <laughs> they're going to get mad about that. Okay. Like, and you now will suggest that for each watch, there needs to be a captain and two sergeants, oh, okay. as well as the people walking around. Because that means the political infighting will ramp up way more because now there's a hierarchy. It's like chosen and not chosen. And within chosen, working their way closer <laughs> to the clan leader. Okay. Most of the clan structures try to avoid doing that internally, at least in New Haven, because they're aware how small that group is. Nobody wants to be supplanted by being like, if not me, him or her or them. They're like, no, it's just me. There are 13 <laughs> of us. Don't get any thoughts. So okay. this will fuck with their shit. Uh, the next group is 1010 Quarantino and Eric Francis. So the Kaitiff and the Nosferatu, who are the closest to 
neutral. They don't have any hostility towards you that's been openly shown. You don't have any heat with them. You don't know each other, but there's no kind of downside to those relationships. And I'm getting a bonus die from Madre's Madre's advice. Yes. Got it. Okay. Thank you. A total of, yikes, Uh, one, two, three, four, five, plus two more, seven successes. (gasps) Whoa. Oh, it's a good yikes. I was scared. (laughs) You crush it. Not only do they think this is a great idea, they think it's something that should have been instated earlier in the process. It makes sense for the security of the town. Mm -hmm. And knowing that every clan has to do it means nobody is sinking more you know, mm. value or more of their clan's time into it. Sometimes they go up and down, but even the little ones are having to kick this in where some of them, it's like the full clan will be patrol to meet numbers. So they're very excited. It all moves forwards. The glowing review there will give you another bonus die moving forward. Oh Seven uh. fucking successes. I can't yeah. not. Yeah. You're building some momentum now. So your next call will be to Viron Ferron and Fabienne Lacroix. Oh, yeah. Those two are not a great fan of the department, but they're not openly hostile against you. They haven't kind of gone to war. They just dislike you sure, politically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viron, because Viron's miserable and you haven't really done that much for, for him. Uh, Fabienne, you held in jail for a very long time mm-hmm. and Fabienne has taken it personally. Fabienne is one big thing away from being actively hostile. Got it. Four successes. Four successes. Uh, You succeed. It is close. These two are pushing back, especially both Viron and Fabian are both smaller. They're both clans that have just come into town. They don't have the same amount of members. They want it to be scaled to the size of their clans. They shouldn't have to spend more time. They want a bunch of other things, and you have to really stick to your guns and push for it. Mm -hmm. They cave in the end, but only because of the number of clans you have behind you already that have agreed to do the program and their relative lack of clout. Even if the two of them Mm -hmm. work together to be like, fuck this, they don't have enough votes to really be able to tangle with anybody. They rely on bigger powers which is the last group you have to call, which is the combo of Dylan Zane and Horatio Sundrop. Mm. It's the Pyramid 2.0 and the Malkavians who both seem to be yeah. I mean, united. The, the Pyramid is absolutely against you, no question. They're yeah. just playing nice. And the Malkavians, yeah. Have Horatio that. and I did not have a good interaction. No, it went no. very poorly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in the meeting with the council, you saw Horatio was siding with the Pyramid yeah. pretty universally. Okay. Five successes. Wow. You got lucky, my friend. I sure did. Uh, They are both forced to agree to the plan because all of the other clans have. There's clear pushback. All of this is going on. But while on the phone with you, Dylan, who's the very last call because you know he'll be the most hostile, he has his assistants call around and realizes that every other clan has already agreed to this. So he can't disagree because if it comes to a vote, he'll get leaned on too hard and he'll lose. And he's not going to lose social standing over something that he doesn't think will ultimately affect him. Mm. But it's clear to you from the end that at least for the Tremere, they're just going to dump out the low-level apprentices who don't know anything to like wander around the streets. He thinks it's fucking stupid. Okay. (laughs) But you have successfully put this plan into place and it will make a political nightmare for the people that you really want it to, especially the venture in the Toreador. Okay. Um, you don't know how much of a hold Horatio has over the Malkavians currently. There's just a lack of information because you don't have a Malkavian member of the team who goes to hang out yeah. with that clan. Yeah. But it could cause problems. There could not. The only team it seems it, it won't cause it for Madre and odds are it won't affect anything within the Gangrel because you have a fixer behind the scenes moving things around for you. Mm-hmm. 
you know that you won't cause any infighting in the pyramid. That's not going to happen. They're too uh, blood bonded top to bottom. I figured there's a general. Yeah. The pyramid. It's yeah. Pretty yeah. and well implied. <laughs> yeah. It's a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Doris. Yes. You are trying to figure out the future. I am. Do you have a particular methodology you think she would be using for this? Don't worry about the rules. We can figure out the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. Is there just a way she would be trying to see the dark future she desires? Mm. Um, I think she would be focusing on Lucius in this. And I think she would be doing a three-card tarot reading of past, present, and future. So taking what she knows of how he works in the past where he stands in the present and seeing how those can inform how she should deal with him in the future. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Let's do, so we'll do the tarot reading and we'll have you roll per, per card. Yeah. Cause I think that'll be the easiest way to do it. So it will be wits and occult or because it is Lucius, I would also accept wits and uh, blood sorcery. If you wanted to roll that instead, Dope. that's under occult and it gets me an extra dice. I love it. Let's go for it. All right. All right, so this is for past? Yes. Four. Four. The thing that unsettles you about this draw is you aren't drawing your usual cards. They're coming out of your deck, the first card that you've drawn. The back of it still matches, but it's not one of your drawings, and it is not of animals. There is something animating this deck beyond the usual Doris game. Mm. And what you see is a king that has fallen off the throne and the crown is rolling away. So there's a throne with lightning striking behind it and the moon high in the sky and the king has fallen forwards off of it and the crown is rolling towards you. That is the past. Okay. Okay. Six successes. Hmm. What you see in the present is a man climbing a ladder in the center of a hall of books. Just a massive library with countless tomes of knowledge and understanding. Scrolls pack the walls, but what you are seeing is a ladder hanging in the center of the space. And you realize as you look that it is the same king who has fallen. Mm -hmm. And you see him climbing these tomes of knowledge in search of something. Okay. Okay. Three. Three. I'll take it. <laughs> the future. Yeah. The card flips over and at first it is black and blank. There is nothing showing and you reach out to touch the card. And when you do alchemical magical energy spills through your body and you see a vision in your mind and it flashes back to the times you had wandered through Lucius's study when you were with the pyramid and you're rocked by memories of the past. And what you see as your mind puts it all together with the combination of these very good roles you see a number of different drawings that all come into one piece. And you realize you have the key to a ritual in your mind. One that Lucius had been searching for and one that he is undoubtedly still searching for now. 
He is searching for a way to create the shaft of belated disillusion. The ultimate stake for murdering other vampires that will always help them find their true death. And if you can create that, Lucius will come for you the moment he knows you have it. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan Laplante at The Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.